Why, hello, happy New Year! Gosh, it's not. What, is it? Is it New Year for this episode? It is Happy oh, New Year, wow. everybody! Congratulations, you made, you made it past it. another year. Oh man, possibly the worst one you've had so far. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, we are not. You know, not going to judge if you've had worse years and 2020 was an amazing year for you. Hey, wow, good job! It's only uphill from here. There's nothing that can bring you down now. Oh my gosh. It is a brand new year and with a brand new year, we're back with a brand new podcast for the first week of the year. This one's, uh, of course, you know, when it comes to new year podcast, it's always going to be a reflective one. Mm. And today at the table, we have with us, Mm. I don't know why it's taking so long. (laughs) It's about damn time. (laughs) Yeah. The backbone um, of what we do, where we do it, and why we do it. We've got at the table, Mr. Brian Lee. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Yeah, Brian is with us. You got to do the who you, what you do. Yes, Brian. For everyone who doesn't know. Uh, Hi, I'm Brian. Uh, I'm a friend. I'm a a partner. I'm a co-founder alongside the Mings right here of this company called Blank Slate. That's right. This wow. is this is yeah, this is the first podcast, right? This is yeah. the oh first time it's on the podcast. Making what, a what, debut. What, what episode are we at now? I think ninety. You know what they say, 90th time the charm. Uh, wow. <laughs> if you guys have no idea, Brian is literally one of the OGs of everything that we do today. Uh when was then when did I meet you, Brian? 2010, right? That's mm. like during yeah. the blogger era. 2010 to 11. Good like that. lord, that's it's a long time. Ten years. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah, Brian is uh more behind the camera most of the time, behind mm. the mic. But today yeah. finally uh I, I don't know how this is a bit odd him. for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's here today and we're gonna be kicking off the year. I mean, I think this because we kind of have to do this uh, as a company as well, you know, uh, to just get work done. Uh but we've had a very interesting 2020. And now going forward into 2021, I think the question is, what has probably the hardest year of our lives have taught us? I mean, unless anyone here has wow. lived long enough to go through two human pandemics. La. I, mean, I think got some, maybe like here, grandfather age. Uh. Who was here during the Black Plague or like the, 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 bit the, far back. Uh, the HIV we've outbreak? Actually, we've actually lived, I wouldn't say lived through, but there were certain memorable diseases like mad cow disease. Okay. SARS. SARS. Okay. Ebola. Okay. Zika virus. Okay. Fever. Fever. Malaria. We're going really back, (laughs) really, really far back, guys. I think the closest to us was the HIV pandemic. That was 1980s. Okay. (laughs) SARS pandemic, 2003. Good job. And COVID-19. Anthrax. No, Antrax was, was a terrorist weapon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh okay. So, well, right. look, looks like we're all caught up <laughs> on our major diseases. Yeah. Ryan, how was 2020 for you? Highlights, lowlights. Wow. Give us everything. Highlights, lowlights. Wow. Uh, I guess the lowlights is pretty obvious. Uh, corona, corona virus. Freaking virus. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, besides that, there's like, I mean, early of the year before Corona happened, uh, there's like all this kind of Australian bushfire. There's like yeah. Kobe, yeah, totally forgot Kobe Bryant yes. dying from oh a helicopter. There's like, uh, yeah, now there's like an unemployment yeah. happening around the world. I think you started off your bushfires and Kobe Bryant dying. Like, <laughs> on the verge of like an like economic downturn. Wow, wow I really it. forgot about all that. Like COVID has really taken up so much of my, well, un- un- unexpected brain space. Yeah, actually the year kicked off pretty badly. Yeah. 
It was it was Even like the start of the year. it yeah. was like the world going to absolute shit already at some point, and then like surprise COVID. Man, oh, love it. Uh, there, there was this movie. Uh, it was like a world's ending kind of thing, Independence Day or something. Oh it boy, twenty twenty one. Uh, twenty 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 actually. Forgot, yeah. Hey, no, no. Yeah. Are we in that year now? I forgot. Was it twenty twenty twenty? It's a movie, right? Ah, uh, yeah. there's a movie. 2012. Sure. 2012 was the, the the disaster movie. There's like flooding yeah. and earthquakes and like Supposedly double eclipses. End. I don't know. I didn't okay. watch that movie, obviously. Uh, <laughs> the best thing and the worst thing that happened is the uh, worst thing that happened is COVID. Hopefully the best thing is we're still alive and here. Yeah, yeah. And just say that, okay, wow, I just got the whole, ooh, that is interesting. Okay, COVID by far means seems the worst to everyone, I guess, because nowadays we're so connected, right? But like in hindsight, the HIV the HIV pandemic is like 25 times bigger. Why is it's, COVID such- It's still going on. Yeah. It's, st- it's still going on. No, but the HIV thing was like, you can't get it like willy-nilly. That's true. You have to like do something to it's get it. It's not like floating around. It's not floating around. Like Corona is like, we're all carriers. Oh boy. Whether it's like active or not, that's a different story. La. Okay. <sighs> if you're okay. naughty, then you get HIV. La. It's true. That's true. That you just don't do naughty things. La. You got to be touching some really weird monkeys. <laughs> or- Drugs. Okay. It's either one. Oh but I think, you no, know, let's bring it back to today's podcast. You know, usually you kick off the year with a lot of reflective posts that you see on your social media about yeah. the things that you want to achieve, New Year resolutions. We talked about this. And even last year, uh, at the start of the year on 2020, we did an episode on Amen uh, on the Takeaway Table YouTube where we talked about how 2020 was going to be our year. Did you guys feel like, you know, everyone said, oh, new decade, right? Let's, 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 let's make changes. It's going to be our year. Did y'all feel that? And now... A year no. later, what are your thoughts on that? I feel personally, I feel cheated. I take everything back. I remember there was a part <laughs> on uh, Amen where I said this is going to be our year. Like everything thus far was leading up to an amazing year. 2020 is going to be our year. And then she hit the fan. Uh, she hit the fan hard, man. There's this thing going on. Everyone wants a refund for this year. <laughs> from, who? We, from who? From <laughs> who? Uh, do we actually count our birthdays this year? Because I felt like I really didn't age. I just sat in the same chair the whole year. It's true. It's tough, man. Uh, but I, I'm going to be one of the people that say that I don't do re- New Year resolutions. So mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. but I do do this. Like what we're going to talk about today. Like what has been the bigger things that we've learned about ourselves yeah. or about yeah. everything in general in 2020. Yep. You know, uh, I, I think, and also I think the added point to this is the three of us also uh, dealt a lot with how in the world are we going to keep a team and a company alive in a time where everyone should be, I mean, pretty much being retrenched and everything. I think that's a little bit of an extra spin mm. that we got. So, hey, work-life balance. So, yes, the reason why Brian's here today talking about the new year with us is because I think 2020 mm. has been a rough year, not just for us individually, but mm. as, um, as, a as a company, as a team, yeah. Uh, yeah. as a decision makers for a team of like almost 25 people. We've Brian, had- what were some of the, I don't know, oh. can you recap 2020? Let's start uh, with the tough ones first. Yeah. Highlights I, and lowlights are really yeah. I think I think uh at the end of twenty nineteen we we personally I mean the company have this thing called OKR, right? Yeah. Mm. So even this thing called OKR where it's uh, it's basically Orang like Kurang Rational. Like, uh, objective for, key yes. results. Yeah. <laughs> uh some people call it KPIs functioning yeah, yeah. as KPIs, but we call it OKR. Uh, so even the OKR we set for 2020 didn't really it wasn't really valid yeah. for this year. <laughs> yeah, everything we thought uh, we were gonna do, we yeah. actually geared up a lot, right? In 2019, we were like kind of getting stuff together and like, okay, guys, 2020, we gotta you know try and do our best. Yeah. We gotta push the company to you know as far as we can go. Yeah, and then personally, also I, I told Ming Ham Ming Yu like, yeah. this is the year we need to we like, need to try really something out. Yeah, 
push go it, all out, yeah. push it. Yeah. I would just shut it down, dude. <laughs> but, but isn't that just like really what life really feels like? Like all your plans and hopes that like you could really just, you know, like I'm really betting on this now, you know, or this could be, you know, this could be the job or this could be the girl or this could be it. You know, I'm really, I think this is my shot. And then, you know, Simon Cowell says like, actually, no, you cannot sing. Uh, who teach you you can sing, you know? Wow, That's literally man. what life did to us, you know? Uh, I think 2019 was, yeah, we ended the year with a lot of meetings. The team grew to like 20 people. Yeah. Uh, we got in like HR and we sat down like, okay, we need to make it count. Mm. Then, yeah. in March, everything just went out the window, man. Yeah, but thankfully the team really uh, stepped up in a different way because yeah. we all adapted to the change. I've never really um, asked this, right? But personally, right? What do you guys feel uh, when COVID hit? Mm. Like, like I know we all talked about it as a company, like, you know, what yeah. to logically do, you know, with a sound mind, you know, make sure that no one panics and everything, you know, guarantee people got a job. How did you guys personally feel when, oh, wow, we are a red zone uh, or we cannot go out and do work? Mm. Uh, <laughs> personally, when COVID first hit, like China, right? Uh, I remember the time was Chinese year because uh, one of my cousins uh, actually well, my cousin actually came back from Wuhan, where where? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, this, but, but, but but it was before the whole quarantine happened, okay. like a few weeks before. Did your the, cousin fall sick? No, they didn't. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Confirm carrier though. <laughs> like apparently, like the corona was even 2019 in December. November, also got like got some spikes. Already, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know lah. But oh, confirm carrier. Nothing happened lah. So okay. so she <laughs> she was studying there, and and when he came back. Then, um, then the news broke. Like, oh, started to break through uh, the whole world, right? Uh, and then he couldn't go back to studies also. Oh, then, then started Malaysia started start lockdown, lockdown everything. Yeah. Then, of course, we all affected lah. Uh, some of the almost half of the team were already very concerned, even though it wasn't lockdown yet. Mm. And then when the government announced, like, oh, uh, MCO happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, things change, business plans change, operational change. Yeah. Uh, even our our office computers editors got to bring back. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Hey, we yeah. only we only team. Hey, take the computer back home, lah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think I like work wise. That was what was going on. Like personally, did you fear for your safety? Like, what was the home response? Mm. I, I personally didn't know. I, yeah. I feel like I was still quite, like, I mean, you think about it, right? We went as a company to Bali, company trip. I remember, <laughs> right. I remember Brian asking the team, how many of y'all actually are scared of like traveling because of the, the new news? At that time, not many people were scared, but we all bought hand sanitizer and masks and everything. So we were, <laughs> we were ready. La. But I think when it finally hit and, and we were locked, I mean, when I was at home for three months, right, then I realized, oh, shit. This is actually quite crazy. Yeah. I didn't, I, I still wasn't, but I, until now, I'm still not that scared of it. I don't know why. Maybe because like, I don't feel like I'm going to die from were it. Were you scared, Brian? Like, what was your response? Personally, I, I don't think I'm I'm very scared of it. I'm just being cautious mm. on safety. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not like, oh, I, I'm not going to go out. Yeah, or yeah, I'm yeah. not going to uh, go into office. Uh, mm. Those kind of things. Um, also because Okay, there are two sides of a coin. Some people say it's easily transmitted. Some people say it's not so mm. easily. Um, Wait, but from what I get it, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. I feel it's not so easily transmitted unless mm. you, you're you in di direct contact with the like 
do it that mm, yeah person, it came from the dude like, yeah yeah, yeah. Right. I think if anybody here had like reason to be fearful about it, it was definitely Ming Han. Correct. Yeah. Because I mean, um, my, my my household at that time was like my parents and my parents are not that old. Lah. So their immunity systems, although still was a bit scary, out, I, I think out. Brian, like the only person was like, your mom. Yeah. But Ming Han had like the most reason to be scared because Haley, right? Immune yeah, system I mean, still developing. Like I don't, don't even count Haley. Bo, you're freaking crazy because the minute they cried <laughs> for me, I was like on real alert right away. Yeah. I remember like I locked down everything. I got a full set of everything new. I developed like a cardboard box lined with plastic to get my deliveries. It was That's like hardcore, spray man. level. Like, I remember the first week, I sanitized all my switches and doorknobs every mm. day. And I, I did not, I made it a point not to touch my face. I didn't scratch my hair. I didn't do anything when I went out, even to go and get mail. Like even the grab delivery food, right? The plastic itself, right? I sanitized it. Wow, hardcore. I was like on some kind of close to germaphobe level yeah, OCD yeah, yeah. At, at that point. But yeah, for real, I, I was actually very terrified because I, I naturally have a lot of allergies and, and asthma and everything, right? So I was actually really worried like, oh crap, I cannot bear the thought of uh, Haley being quarantined alone. So I think maybe that really triggered it. Uh, personally, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I think uh, I, I I had no problem staying at home. I honestly feel like uh, for a lot of us, because of the the, the, the work, our, our nature of work, we were very okay with like um, sitting down at home and doing work. I remember the first day we all got on Discord as well as a team uh, to talk about and roll things out as well, right? Uh, but yeah, Work-wise, I think we kind of handled it pretty calmly, but I think personally, the panic was real. Yeah, Like, I did not know how to go and get groceries. I did not know how to take care. Like that time, because Haley was still drinking a lot of milk and then the stocks were running low and I'm like, do we give her condensed milk or water? Like, you know, what's the backup plan? No lah, this is so bad, I, man. I, go, I heard of that. People do no, that they, apparently, yeah, right? I know people who do that. So I was making, and then like, we remember we started, I remember we started buying everything in bulk. So like, I was buying like, Coca-Cola, 12, 1.5 liter bottles at one go. And then, See, I don't know. I don't know. I just, people <laughs> had toilet paper, I had Coca-Cola, same thing, right? So I think personally, one thing that I learned about myself in 2020 from the, the, the outbreak is I have a pretty extreme personal response to, to, to what, what is pandemic considered? A crisis. Uh, yeah. A crisis because of family. So I really, really uh, learned how much like this little baby meant to me this year. Uh, especially because, you know, she got hospitalized, I think uh, a few months down the road. Then she went back again and then was freaking heart, uh, heart attack. Uh, no, no, she didn't get a heart attack. We got a heart attack. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the, the I don't know. The, you guys took it pretty chill. But yeah, I think I was really scared to a certain point personally. I wasn't scared at home, but I was scared going out. Mm. And then, yeah, and then I broke out into all kinds of eczema and like skin problems and shit like that. And then, like, but I think with the team, it was pretty cool. It was quite fun just being able to talk to people still. But personally, I don't know, I took, I took it pretty serious because of my poor disposition. I, you know, that's yeah, what I say. It's interesting that we just spent the most of this like 15 minutes already just talking about yeah. Corona. Yeah. Because that's essentially what 2020 was, right? Adapting and I hate the word new normal, but it really was just kind of us figuring out what life would be. And, mm. and, and to be honest, for everyone who's listening to the podcast, it's quite boring, but it the reality is that the three of us spent the most of the year figuring out what to do with the company. Uh, business-wise, uh, because that's where we spend most of our time. And, and, and also yeah. because there's a livelihood of people 
um, of like 20 people uh, in, I mean, in, in the balance as well. I mean, that's what we did. A lot of other people on the other side of the fence were trying to figure out what were they going to do if they lost their job. Yeah. And then we saw everyone start baking and making bread and, and selling trinkets, and whatever, la, yeah. right? So I, I don't know. I think, I think fear was a very big thing that everyone learned how to feel and deal with like in, in 2020. But I don't know. Yeah, personally, we what? bought it. Okay, but, but work, uh, it's hard to say work aside because <laughs> there's so much of what we do that's work-centric, right? What mm. did you feel like you've learned about yourself in 2020? Because oh. there has mm. to be like, so, so Mingan realized that, 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 that you are a lot more responsive. I'm close to Germaphobe level for crisis. Yeah. Okay, okay, guys. Okay. That's a new discovery about myself. Yeah. Brian, what yeah. about you? I guess, um, I guess because of the whole MCO that happened, right? Uh, some positive notes would be like, I've learned to really take a break. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, for me, I, I'm, I'm naturally just uh, uh, some would regard some would regard as like a workaholic. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I feel like I don't have anything to do, I will eventually find something to do. Mm-hmm. So this MCO had, had taught me like, okay, it's okay to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when MCO, there wasn't anything any any uh, existing jobs yeah. to work on, right? Yeah. So it was it was good to reflect upon your thoughts, um, try to adapt and change, uh, replan your whole business uh, or personal, um, what to do moving forward. Mm. Um, I think it's good to have that kind of uh, space of in your mind. Yeah. Did yeah. you actually? Did anyone get any hobbies? New hobbies during this MCO? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> you, man. Uh, I personally actually um, during MCO I, I deep dive into all these FPV videos. Uh, FPV. Not sure if you guys know, but FPV first drones. Views. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's called first person view drones. So it's those small drones that actually um, flies very fast. Some people oh, use it for racing. Some people race. use. Uh, do you have a drone? Uh, I I actually bought uh, oh. the <gasps> FPV set. Yeah. Oh wow! But but personally, I haven't flied it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how long you got it? It's been a while. Sitting in a box. Uh, but also because uh, I was t- testing on the simulator, right? Because oh. usually they will encourage using it on a simulator. Okay, okay. So I haven't mastered oh. it on a sim- simulator yet. Oh dear. So I didn't oh. want to crash my first drone. Oh dear. Oh, that's, that's so... I didn't, I didn't know about this. It's crazy. Oh man. That's next level. What was your hobbies, man? You've been through um, a few. So, I mean, if you guys know me, <laughs> I, I, I cycle through everything that I can get my hands on in life because I just feel that it's... There's a learning curve. Oh, sorry. Um, I thought you literally meant cycle because that's what you're oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Because well. I, I, I did <laughs> a lot of things. Uh. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think uh, there, there was cycling. There was uh, reading some new stuff, deep diving into more workflow productivity things, which I find myself... Uh, it's very uncharacteristic because I hate being productive, but I think that's something <laughs> that I learned this, this year as well. <laughs> but I, I, I think if anything, like Brian mentioned just now, was um, that 2020, it was the year that you really took stock about like of your life in terms of work, personal. Um, there's a lot of changes for me, and, and I think in the grand scheme of it, I realized that um, happiness is is what you make of it. Uh, I think my my sources of happiness changed a lot in 2020. Things that I thought I would be happy or who I thought I was, everything got like like pulled out from under my feet. So I was like hanging in the balance for most of the year, mm. trying to figure out who I am, especially like entering going into my 30s or so. Mm. Um, 
But I think, you know, like how people sometimes they all just kind of work to, to, to fund their traveling trips, right? Like, like a lot of our friends are, are like wanderlusters, or at least they call themselves that. Yeah, now and what? you see their Instagram is all full of like, oh, I'm in Hokkaido and, and Tokyo and Paris and stuff like that. What mm. happens when you can't, right? And then you are stuck at home with your mind, with yourself, with your partner. And then you realize you're not happy. Wow, then jala there. So I feel if anything, the, the corona pandemic year of 2020 has taught me to, to learn to be content with the small things, which is where you are with who you are with. Um, and, and, and it's a small joy because like, I mean, not every day you're going to, I mean, mm. you buy luxury bag, you buy expensive like shoes and, and, and all these luxury wares, right? You wear at home in front of your mirror, is it? Most of the time you're wearing loungewear and sleeping clothes that you don't change off until yeah. nighttime when you shower at home. And who are you gonna see, right? So I think it's it's the small things that I've learned to keep myself occupied and happy. Um and even like moving out this year to to stay alone was some of the major mm. um highlights of my year. And I realized that ugh, dude, 2020, if, if there's one thing I learned is that ugh, there's a lot of things that we haven't come to terms with yeah. about ourselves in our lives. I was, I was going to say that I remember a very big deal uh, I think in March and April, right? Where people were starting to, I don't know, they, everyone were, everyone went into the MCO kind of jokingly like, wow, we finally get a holiday, you know, we don't need to go to work anymore, right? Uh, and, but it turned really real because I think the MCO, I mean, for, for our friends, especially all, you know, those actresses and the actors and all those social media travelers, right? They finally like couldn't go anywhere. Do you guys think it's a real thing that first part of the year, right, if you're talking about learning anything, everyone had to actually learn to stop and be okay with themselves. You know, because like, everything stopped. Like, there was no running away and occupying your time with things anymore. You really had, I mean, for especially for people who are living alone or like, you know, you live outside or you spend a majority of your time in the office and you have nothing else. Um, a lot of people were forced to be with themselves. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people who kept uh, running from thing to thing uh, seemed like they were going a bit crazy because you know there's nothing to focus on and everything. Like I think that that window that uh, the MCO really brought on, like that really shook a lot of people, was like, oh dang, what am I without my job now? Mm. What am I without travels now? Mm. I know I had a lot of friends who were going through some existential crisis in the first quarter, second quarter of the year. But I, I like, do you guys? think it made you slow down to look inside more or so were, much, you, were you was your first reflex like I need to do something first I need to do something first that, I think that there was that because I feel like the weight and responsibility of, of work not so much of like mm. of like work work but maybe of the people at work so that's why my mind was constantly figuring out like what do we do and, and I mean I have to thank God and thank you both as well that we somehow had like the foresight to expand what we do the, a, a year before the pandemic, Just right? in time. Right? Because I mean, like if you look at, at the nature of what uh, we used to only do, which is really production, yeah. uh, like all of that got halted for like how many months and we had like, brands said no jobs and everything. But, um, but, but I think maybe because of our time in, in the industry, like having our brains constantly move to see what's next was very important. And so that was actually just me at least for like six to eight months of 2020. Because I was so, I don't want to say afraid, but just like wondering what is the worst that could happen even like in a worst case scenario. So yeah, yeah that was me actually. Yeah, like, like for me, um, there's two sides. Lah. One thing, yes, we, we, I actually personally felt like, um, uh, like, like many other people say also, they spend more time, f they spend more time with their parents at home. Yeah. Uh, 
as compared to the usual going to work and so. Mm. And some people are not too used to it. Some people are liking it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess that's, that's, that's me treasuring the time that uh, I get to spend time with my mom. But also, it gets a bit odd that, oh, I'm always at home with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and not doing any work. Yeah. yeah. So that's one side. Mm. The other side will be how the industry, especially in our industry, how things have changed and advanced. Like previously, we were just doing production, production, production. Yeah. But because of MCO, uh, companies have started utilizing more and more chat apps, team apps, productivity yeah. apps, uh, going on Zoom, going on, uh, Hangouts, Google, uh, yeah. Microsoft Teams. And then there were more mm. uh, new new kind of projects for us as well, like live streams. Yeah. Back when, before MCO, Handful live stream. Handful man. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't any live stream. Really live stream was Instagram live stream? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that era, man, for a while. Oh, there was a lot of live streams. Yeah. Man. So during during the first month or second month of the MCO, we, we had like one of our first live streams uh, from this client. And then that actually sparked a lot of other client inquiries. Like, mm. hey, uh, we want to do similar to this kind of live stream video. How much would you charge? Uh, yeah. You charge this kind of thing. So mm. that actually sparked off quite a bit. You know, it's very interesting that you said it that way because like, you know, before this, you said 2019, we were approaching the end of 2019, right? And we were planning for how can we make the most out of next year, right? Mm. To be honest, personally, I think this year, this year is what? Year, this year, 2020. This year, last, sorry, last year. Yeah, yeah. So 2020 <laughs> really did that for me because what I learned about myself was, uh, I think for a very long time, I never felt in the industry. There was no desperation to be good. There was no desperation to achieve something because mm. we kind of just cruised along for a very long time, right? And I think we really have the advantage of just being able to work, right? I, I, I do think to a certain extent, the thing I learned about myself was when I think it's a crisis or when I think in my mind somewhere like, shucks, this is going to be bad, my whole system responds in a way, okay, uh, not me first. How do we survive as a group? And then we start making decisions from there. And in some weird way, I think personally, I kind of achieved what we discussed in 2000. Personally, I don't know what as a group, right? But personally, I feel that we wanted 2020 to count. And I think because of COVID, to me, it really counted. Like I learned a lot of things about myself. Like how do I need to work optimally? How do I create optimally again? How do I go into what? Or do I, am I doing the right thing? Or how do I work better? Because everything counted. Every job counted. Every single step we took counted. And I think for the first time as well, I never said yes to so many jobs in my life because I just ran on the single mindset that I don't know whether the next job is coming, you know, for 2020. I don't know if 2021 is going to be better. But if this job is coming, we've got to do it now. Mm. And I like, really amplified every chance we got. Lah. So it really didn't matter if the team was around to work or not. It didn't matter if I had to do it or not. What mattered was uh, if this can secure us and uh, help the team or help our families all get through another month, I'd be doing it. And yeah. that was really crazy to realize that it took a pandemic for me to snap into that mindset of uh, how can I, uh, I guess, make the best out of every single thing that came. Because last time, if someone came and said, like, can we do live stream? We wouldn't think about it. 
right? We will just say like, oh, it's not really what we do. Uh, I guess, you know, we, we pass it off and wait for another job. But this year, everything that came, we were like, hmm, that's not really what we do. But can we offer you something different and, you know, pivot around it or build something around it? And to me, that changed mm. everything, right? Because it it just, it it actually came back to like, am I really being creative into how I solve people's problems? Yeah, because last correct. time we were just like, yeah, we'll just do this for you. I'll just, we just go to our strengths. But that really, that really taught me that, wow, we've, we've approached, maybe I've approached uh, being a creative the wrong way the whole time and being alone like this and being in a, in a state where creativity was absolutely mm. necessary for surviving kind of pushed me personally into this other working mechanism. And, and, and today, I guess, yeah, we've pivoted into like, I don't know what we're doing. We're doing everything and, and everyone's kind of alive and we are, we are, we need, we need more help now suddenly out yeah. of nowhere. Right. I think like, so where I want to kind of go with the conversation was, mm. I mean, things to be grateful of. I think it's very important to start a new year or end the chapter with things oh, yeah. that we want to be grateful of. But I realized also 2020, what we've all talked about was the year of tough conversations. Mm. Like within ourselves, with each other, with the team, with like family, with relationships. I think 2020 ended up becoming like the year, it was like a hard reset button uh, oh, yeah. for, for not just like a new way of living and adapting, right? But yeah. a reset button in in who we think we are. I think for myself, like we've had some really difficult conversations in 2020, oh, yeah. like within the three of us um, about wh- where we want to be hitting, what we should be doing individually or so in our yeah. roles and all that. But even with myself, I mean, like just now when Mingha was talking about um, the, the 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 people, like how you are when you're alone. Hmm. Wow, there was a lot of like mind and heart conversations with myself. I'm like, am I okay with this? Am I doing the wrong thing? Hmm. What happens if I do this? Like a lot of like, wow, who am I actually? <laughs> because we don't really get the time to do that one. Yeah. And, I mean, and I, I think maybe being in the same space, in the same room for like... <laughs> Six a hundred days oh, yeah. <laughs> really makes you, I mean, because you're so, you don't have to think about it. Everything's like the same, right? There's no, you, your mind doesn't do anything new. You are not even driving out anymore. You're not even putting on different clothes. Yeah. You're just in your room. Then it frees up your mind, like Brian said, take a break, but also to deal with questions you've never answered for a long time. Guys, that's why I don't wear any other clothes. I just wear one shirt the whole time. <laughs> yes. It frees up my mind. I everything. don't know about that. Um, you but, think it does, does you more harm or good? I think if you don't, if you I think don't, if you don't na- naturally do it, it's very harmful. Because suddenly you, you come back, it's like uh, almost like you visit this room in your mind that you've not visited for like years. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, harmful or not, I feel if you don't, if you don't use it to your advantage, it can be harmful. Yeah. Because I mean, if, if you if you feel like overwhelmed and like, oh, I, I can't do anything about it, then it's harmful. Uh, but I think for myself, the, the question was always like, how, like, I, I, I live by the, I, maybe it's a bit, big for me to say I live by the, 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 the this motto but I always believe that that everything we, we do can be done better Mm-mm. right that everything that we're already like is happening in life there is a better way to do it or you can improve it and so maybe with that and how I frame my questions things turn out okay at the end um, then what do you think I mean since like what we've been talking a lot about the struggles and stresses right What's the best thing that has happened to you in 2020? Run your stuff first. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I need to think about this. <laughs> like for real. Uh, okay, I, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling, like, I guess. Um, the best thing that has happened to me, it kind of sounds a bit weird. Uh, I think just two days ago, 
uh, when I wanted to go, we had to go out for work, right? Because nowadays, like, we need to go for some meetings, right? Uh, Haley cried when I left the house. That's very big to me. That's, because that's the best she didn't ever. want me to leave. Uh. So before that, she didn't give a shit about me. <laughs> wow. She like, she just, as long as her mom was, was around, yeah, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's fine. But this time, when I was putting on my mask, she ran up to me and she was like, pa, like papa, so like, carry me, carry me. And I'm like, okay, I'll carry you, but I need to go out. And then when I wanted to pass her to Suyen, she didn't want to let go because she knew I was going out. And, and uh, why I say this is because I think, I think in a very weird way, I have a, a very rare chance for a dad to be like, for me as a dad to be around Haley in a very important time of her life where kids usually just cling to their moms. Mm. Mm. You know, so I think to me, that was like the best thing that has happened to me this year. In the, the real silver lining was, I mean, yes, I'm not going to downplay we're still alive and working as a team. Yeah, just saying, uh, okay? But but for me personally, it's the time spent. Uh. Yeah, I, I feel that the time spent with Haley has been absolutely precious. Uh. And it's not like I'm taking her of her like eight hours a day. I don't, but I'm there when she turns over and gets bored of her mom. She has another like partner to play with. And I think, Wow, it's just very dear lah. Because suddenly I realize, oh, now I'm necessary to your life, ah, you know. Now I go out. You <laughs> I'm cry, not just la. funding it, you know. Yeah, no, really. Because before that, that's all I was. I'm the guy who brought home the milk powder, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. um, that's that was You're the investor. Yeah, that was very precious to me because like, oh wow, I mattered to this little girl who like I'm not really sure knows who I am, uh, most of the time. Mm. So that was yeah. I think that to me was very big joy in my personal life. Uh, yeah, of would this you, year. Would you be okay if? Haley grows up still sticking to you? At some point, I'm going to ask her to cut it out. Like, but you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think we understand we can't treasure his space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do think there is like a balance, but I mean, some very new territory because like me and Ming Yu never really stuck to my dad. Yeah. Ming Li never stuck to my dad. Yeah, yeah. But I see Haley sticking to me. It's like, okay, I, I don't know what to do. Like, is this normal? Or mm. what, what do I do next? But also it's quite good because then I can tell her like, yeah, that's a weird boy. That's also another weird boy. Don't do this, don't do that. So maybe growing up, I'm pretty sure she'll want her own space. <laughs> I'm enjoying it while it lasts for now. Mm. Yeah, that was that was nice for me, guys. Okay, take it away, please. Fun times. <laughs> Everything's on the table. I guess the good thing about 2020 is uh, as a company, we, we managed to bounce back from like the coronavirus. First six months of nothing, right? Yeah, first six months of... <laughs> Almost nothing. It was, you guys, it was scary. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. yeah. And then also discovering, rediscovering the team's ability and strength and yeah. capability as well. Yeah. Through, through this whole change. Uh, then personally, I, I also uh, got a new girlfriend. Yeah! yeah. Public so, statement! Uh, you know, Brian has never podcast. said this to us. <laughs> Although we knew for like a couple of weeks, but it's, it's the first a, time, Brian. You heard it here first. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. That's that. Moving on to you. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was quite a bad Hold on, we got to circle back to this. <laughs> oh, no, I, do you, I, think, I think it was very weird because remember we were going into this year and we were really thinking like, what in the world do we do with everyone in the team? Like, are we using everyone's strengths? Are we using like, you know, is people happy? Are they being fulfilled or what they're doing? Maybe it took a pandemic to really just sort us all out. Like, okay, there's no room to choose anymore. We got to do this. We got to do this. Everyone has to pull their weight. If you're not doing anything in that sector, we have to change you to another sector. And who knew it worked? So, you know, hey, thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Maxine, for becoming whatever you needed to be for six months. Yeah, also, so, also thankful that we didn't need to actually cut people. Yeah. Yeah. Or that was actually a very big worry. Yeah. 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 
Hey, congrats on uh, that's the best part. In the middle of pandemic, you can find girlfriend. Yeah, good job. That's love finds a way, man. That's literally the phrase, you know. Wow, love will find a way. Mine is uh someone what doc- doctor, right? Huh? He's a doctor, right? Hey, how you know? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a Brian's, Brian's gonna get first dips on the on the vaccine, oh, right? Oh man. Hey. Focus up, man. Open up a clinic here. Yeah. yeah. Um wow. for me, wow, mine's just like the opposite of happiness this year. This year's so painful. Uh, um but I think maybe the, the things that I'm grateful for is maybe just a really I mean, we always say this, uh, but I cannot downplay this enough. Like we have such a great team. I'm so, so um, proud and happy and blessed and grateful to have the people that we are working with not just yeah. because that they are uh, uh, fantastic in their abilities but I genuinely enjoy hanging out with like our team uh, that's one yeah. second thing I'm really grateful for is uh, like people are like I'm, I'm grateful that I managed to finally what was supposed to be a year ago finally move up to my own place uh, which which is actually Mingan's old place, it's but not I like you, yeah, it. it's not your fault. You couldn't move out. I couldn't move out either. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we like no one could move. No, no one could move. Yeah. Uh, I'm really grateful for that. I think just because um, like living alone does change you, and I think finally I get to kind of continue that chapter after like ten years of like not living or eight years of not living yeah, alone. Yeah, this is pretty funny because Mingyu just cut his own finger last night. And yeah, that's, that's the that's that's the right. Bane. Yeah, that was really <laughs> that's fun. The pain of living alone. Um, How but yeah, it so far though. It, well, it's so painful. But I'm I think because it's pressurized, I don't feel it that much. Whereas what well, the acid glue was disgustingly painful. But how how is it? How has living alone been so far? Um, what, what what's different from living uh, with parents? I think for me, it's it's not just the. The no, I won't say no nagging lah, but it's, it's fine. Um, I think for me, it's the absolute quiet when I come back home from a long day and, and, and do things. Because like, it's really weird. Like when you live with parents, when you live in a family, right? And people do different things for you. Like they wash your clothes, you know, they they prepare food for you, right? You It's not just, I mean, there's taking for granted, but when I, I realized that for me, I actually clean a lot more when I live alone. <laughs> like I clean so much more. Um, but doing things on my own timing, it's not that I wake up, I wake up, I wake up every day at like eight o'clock to like do stuff, right? Um, having that space and quiet to to have my thoughts to myself, to be grateful of the little things, to sit to sit down like at night in the in, in the darkness with like one light on watching TV. Um, it gives me a lot of space just to be thankful for. Um, there were a lot of emotions that I had to like struggle with uh, when I moved up because like you know when you're alone, you have absolutely nothing. Wow, they were like mm. it's just quiet. Oh. Uh. There were like yeah. times I would come up from the shower still wet, but it's like from tears. You know, it's like wow. what is happening. <laughs> Wet, wet naked and walking yeah, wet, wet naked. That's disgusting. Uh, but no, I think I, oh, I, I, it's something that I, I really I really appreciate and treasure. And I think moving on to this new chapter of my life, it's a very good sort of like anchor ground with all the changes that's happening. Um, but I, I I always tell the team and and, and, and whoever we, we have the chance of working with, right? I, I, I really think that there's a lot to be grateful for. Um, f- even if it doesn't seem like it. Um, and maybe that's how I want to enter into 2021. Yeah, that's, that was what I think we should go into this to, to wrap this episode up. How has this, 20, how has the 2020 year prepared you for 2021? Like, do you think you're coming out a different person in 20? Because not many times we can say that. Every year we'll go like, oh yeah, we made resolutions and we yeah. I guess never followed no. them. But I think 2020 was like a freaking boot camp of a year for our souls mm. uh, as, as, like, as like people, you know, it really tested you and like, proved your worth to yourself if you were flaky, if you're doing it for the bling. You know, I've seen so many change because 
of, of money. Yeah. You know, money is a really big deal this year, yeah. right? I saw, I've seen so many people change because of the stress and the pressure and, and they just had to do things to survive. So, they, you know, they just did whatever. Lah. So, like, yeah, 2020, do you think, what, what has it prepared you with? Like, what is that confidence you're going into 2021 with? You know, has it, has it what, what, what part of your character has it built to, to face this next year of like, will we get the vaccine? Will things be normal? Mm-hmm. Will things get worse? Now what? What do you think? I think, I think uh, it's also part of like building up your resilience and adapting to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Because uh, I mean, since everyone, uh, I mean, congrats to everyone who went through and successfully survived the whole, if you didn't, then you can't listen to this <laughs> and true, try again true. next time. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, since we all kind of su- survived the whole pandemic or coronavirus um, and the whole change to what has happened, what has trickled down from the whole uh, COVID, right? Yeah. Um, I think we're more prepared right now to face challenges that's even greater than before. Mm. Uh, uh, and and I personally feel like we would be more confident in terms of um, facing any potential crisis. La. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Downturns and so on. Uh, I think, I think business-wise, it, it seems as if like we made something that's resilient to, to pandemic circumstances. And I feel like, I think the team should know that they should be very proud of it. Like just going through a place where people are losing jobs constantly. And, and just figuring out and like doing what it takes. I think, wow, like moving forward, I feel like we've built in ourselves and in a team, like no matter what it takes, the next step, next step, next step, next step. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like to me, priority was so clear this year, like like crystal clear what to do first and what to do second. And I was like literally like, you know, the biggest thing, lah, you guys like, you all know like, oh, when's the next TMT video or when's the next piece of entertainment we're going to put out? Today, this year was like the clearest year in, in saying like, no, this has to be first, this has to be second, this has to be third, because if we don't do this, uh, we're not going to be here next month. And I feel like that that really just prepped me for a lot of like what we can plan for next year. And what about you, you? That's, that's that. Uh, I think I think at some point of like 2019 or early 2020, I, I, I mentioned that um, that over the years, We've we've done different things, and I think finally in in maybe the end of nineteen or twenty twenty, I finally moved into a position or role or space or time of my life where I'm a bit more confident in what I'm doing. Uh, I I like I I know what I'm really good at, and um, seeing myself do that this year made me yeah maybe the word is confident lah, to enter next year knowing that okay this is what I'm really good at, and and I I mm. know that I'm gonna grow more if I put my hand at it, but also. Um, for everyone, I mean, wow, this has been such a reflect- reflective conversation among the three of us. <laughs> but for everyone else who's listening in, if there's anything I, I I would strongly encourage or recommend you to do in 2021, right? Even with or without the coronavirus, is to find like things that you can be happy and contented with in life. Because Oof. I realize like at the end of the day, uh, when you when you take away Instagram and like your fancy pictures and shoes and you know the latest gadgets and all that, right? The who you, you find your happiness in that quietness, right? And if you're not happy in that quietness, right? Yeah. Then you're actually not Everything happy. else is noise. Yeah. Everything else is the filler. Yeah. Because point. I mean, 
like social events and, and parties and clubs and holidays, they're great. But what happens when you don't have that, right? And I, and I have had a lot of difficult conversations with friends who are struggling with the Oof. fact that they are not happy where they are in life. Yeah. Um, it's a scary thought, but maybe when you actually put time to it, you can actually start to improve in small ways. So for me, one of the big, the, the big things is I hate exercising. I know I must exercise, especially if you're at home. I bought a bike uh, and I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to start moving. And, and, and I really enjoy riding. I haven't ridden in a month because of like the whole move and everything, but it's something I really enjoy exploring and doing. So um, small things like that, I really encourage you guys to maybe find a new hobby this 2021 because there's so much time and space at home. You know? mm-hmm. I think we, we remember we talked about a bit about like the person you are by yourself is the real person, right? I think, yeah, like to hopefully try and end this on a, on a, on a more uh, epiphanic note. I think that whole deal about realizing that, oh, wow, no matter what you did or no matter how much you went out there, it's just not like, you know, it's not the same or like, why does my, why, you know, why do these things not make me happy and stuff? Then you sit at home and realize that actually, yeah, the problem, you're just not even happy spending time with yourself. I think that has to be sorted out first, you know. Because no amount of events or like, like, like going out and achieving careers or stuff like that is going to make you happy if you can't stand sitting at home and looking at the guy in the mirror or the girl in the mirror. And I, I think that that is the biggest thing that this year gave us the opportunity to do. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I will also, I'm not underplaying the fact that some people actually had, you know, some mental health distress and everything. Uh, so please, uh, for y'all who need help, I'm sure there's a lot of people uh, standing by and giving numbers as well. So please uh, contact proper health, mental health professionals if you all don't need to. But man, I, we, we want to wrap this this episode up. It's been, man, 2020 has not been easy for a lot of people. We're not going to underplay it if you survived it and you, 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 you're you going to survive anything. You made it through, guys. Uh, it's been a really heavy year and here's the 2021. Man, we don't know. Like, Such a on, heavy like, podcast has kicked like, off the year, come man. Come on, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, New Year's resolutions, we're not going to make any other than the fact that we just got to make it through this year again. And we got to keep hustling, guys. We're doing it well. We, we are built to hustle, all of us. But you know, hustle right, hustle healthy. Um, and please, please, cases are 2,000. Who is who's going out? Please, wash your hands. Wash your phones. And it's not Feng Tao time yet. Okay, so please. Uh, please be safe, guys. The vaccine is not here yet. Who knows when we're going to get it? We're not, we're not on the priority list, probably. Uh, Brian, any closing words to the hopefuls of 2021 who want to get out there and run a business and make, make things count and get, get a, a, a doctor girlfriend? Oh, what would you uh, say? <laughs> uh, 2020 may be a year that everyone, all of us want to forget. But <laughs> it is actually a year that everyone will remember. Yeah. So use this year yeah. to bounce back or to, to strengthen your, your yeah, whatever that you're going to do in the coming years. Amen. And you want to wrap it up? Man, I wish you guys the best. That's, that's all <laughs> I can say. I cannot even make any sweeping predictions anymore or telling you this is going to be your year. It is what you make of it. Like. If you don't feel it's your year, then it's your, it's your problem, huh, guys. <laughs> Sorry, we can't, we can't take everyone. Take care of everyone. Yeah. Right? Take care of yourself, okay? <laughs> uh, but in all honesty, I just hope you guys had a time to maybe just reflect about the year that mm. just ended and also what you want to see mm-hmm. happen for yourself this coming year. 
Um, we share with us what your resolutions are, if you have any, or some of your highlights or moments to remember, to take note of, of 2020 and what you want to achieve in 21. Um, have mm-hmm. a great week ahead, guys. This this week is still a week of, you know, sitting and making sure you don't write 2020, but now make sure it's 21, yeah? If you want more takeaway content, follow us on Spotify and YouTube as well as a brand new bunch of content coming to you on YouTube's and Instagram store, Instagram TV, Instagram platforms on the main thing as well. Wah. Other than that, this has been a reflective podcast for more us than you. I hope you guys enjoyed and maybe just had something to think about as well. Thanks, Brian, for being at the table. We'll see you guys in the next podcast. Man. Oh, before I end, I huh? just want to share a quick one. This is a brand new song, song slash okay. music video from Talita Tan. Check yeah. this out. This one's Get to Know. Oh, I'm trying to think. Maybe this one. Wow. So nice guys, check it out on YouTube. It's also on Spotify. Make sure you support your local artists. That should be a resolution for 21. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Happy 2021.